following program is intended for mature audiences. Welcome to Rudy's Revelation. It's Sunday, May 9th, 2021. This week I'll be talking about germ. The germ. Germinate and the occult aspects of the circumpunct symbol. And how this applies to propaganda and psychology. Also be talking back to the Sunday Talking Heads on CBS Face the Nation. Neil Cash Carey, the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis, says the economy can't get back to normal until children are vaccinated and that inflation fears are justified due to government spending. Also be checking out Sunday Morning Propaganda at our favorite feel-good feature news program, CBS Sunday Morning, for 48 hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty talks to Democratic Party operative Stacey Abrams, who insists voter fraud isn't manifested through corrupt voter rolls, and will continue this trope during her book tour for her new book with the laughable title, While Justice Sleeps. Also be tearing into the Sunday New York Times, showing how the newspaper continually mischaracterizes the facts and mislead the public. Of course, I'll be going over the weekend headlines all the next 30 minutes. First, I'll be taking you back to school, giving you some historical context to frame this week's news narratives. All right, the word of the day is germ. Something that initiates development or serves as an origin. Also referred to as the egg, the germination process starts with the egg. Germ, from the mid-19th century, bud, sprout, from the 1640s, rudiment of new organism in an existing one. From the French germ, germ, of egg, bud, seed, fruit, offering. From the Latin German, spring, offshoot, sprout, bud, which is of uncertain origin, perhaps from the pie root gene, give birth, beget, with derivatives referring to the procreation and familial tribal groups. The germ related to the idea of the egg is that of a germ. This is from Theosophy Wiki. In the ancient primitive trinity of India, which has been certainly considered as pre-Vedic, the germ which funkadates the mother principle, the mundane egg or the universal womb, is called Nara, the spirit or the Holy Ghost, which emanates from the primordial essence. Also, we're going to refer to in Wikipedia, monism. Monism attributes oneness or singleness 
It's also compared to the egg or the germ. Various kinds of monism can be distinguished. The priority monism states that all existing things go back to a source that is distinct from them. Neoplatonism, everything is derived from the one. In this view, only one thing is ontologically basic or prior to everything else, the germ. Less than 3% of you people read books. Okay, so our reading recommendation for the week is Guns, Germs, and Steel, The Fates of Human Societies. This is a book by Jared M. Diamond, author of The Third Chimpanzee. In this artful, informative, and delightful book, Diamond convincingly argues that geographical environmental factors shape the modern world. Societies that had had head start in food production advanced beyond the hunter-gatherer staged and then developed religion. This is a great historical backdrop. So we're going to head into the headlines from the Wall Street Journal. U.S. allies diverge over labeling China's treatment of Uyghurs as genocide. American officials have pushed for collective action to counter Beijing. Well, the globalists set it up. The Chinese repression of the Uyghurs is dividing U.S. allies over whether to characterize human rights abuses against the mainly Muslim minority as genocide. Also from the Wall Street Journal, GOP lawmakers urge probe of Amazon's pursuit of Pentagon contract. Senator Mike Lee and Republican Ken Buck say Amazon might have violated antitrust laws in seeking JEDI, cloud computing deal, ultimately won by Microsoft. From CNBC, U.S. births and fertility rates in 2020 dropped to another record low, CDC says. Birth rates fell for the sixth consecutive year to the lowest levels in 1979, and the CDC said, the U.S. birth rate is so low the nation is below replacement levels, meaning more people die every year than are being born. Think about how that affects the future of this nation, especially when they're bringing in uh vast amount of, of immigrants to keep the wages low, of course. This is from USA Today. Proud Boys saw a wave of con contributions from Chinese diaspora before capital attack. Now, in the USA Today, in this article by Will Careless, the donations started coming in around 10 p.m. on December 17th. They're trying to say that somehow the Communist Party or some foreign adversary had anything to do um, with the capital protest, actually, these are anti-communist Chinese, like the people who founded the Epic Times. These people that believe in freedom and liberty. These are the people that are. These are the people that are contributing to liberty organizations, like the Proud Boys, which are basically fighting for. Indeed, the right, but anti-socialist forces. Now, again, from the Wall Street Journal. Births in the U.S. dropped to levels not seen since 1979. Millennials fuel continued downward trend in fertility rates. So they're trying to, in this article, trying to 
blame the millennials. The numbers of babies born in America last year was the lowest in four decades, according to federal figures released Wednesday that show a continuing U.S. fertility slump. The reality is uh, our hormones are being poisoned, so people are just infertile. And, of course, the way the economy is, young people don't have enough finances to raise children because really raising a child is going to cost you about a million dollars over their lifetime or over the, between their ages of birth to 18 costs about a, costs about a million dollars over 18 years to raise a child. All right, from the Washington Times, new submarine threat. Top U.S. general says China pursuing Atlantic naval base. They're looking to for a place where they can rearm and repair warships. That's becoming militarily useful in a conflict. Well, of course. China's, uh, according to Gus Taylor here at the Washington Times, China is moving behind the scenes toward establishing a major naval port on the west coast of Africa that could host Chinese submarines and aircraft carriers capable of projecting Beijing's military power directly into the Atlantic. According now, uh, according to a top U.S. military official who isn't named. So, like I said, when you're when you're dealing with journalism, you want to attribute, and in, in situations like this, you might be, it might be sensitive. So they're doing it anonymously, but that's not good journalism. You want to have somebody that goes on the record. From CNBC, why demand is surging beyond the U.S. in the multi-billion-dollar armed drone market? Again, it's not just armed drones; it's drones. Uh, the uh, plenty of United States police departments are buying surveillance drones from China. So this goes into the market, which um, is dominated by China, but also the U.S. The widespread use of drones in Iraq and Afghanistan by the U.S. military to target and kill insurgents, jump-started a new chapter in the history of the conflict. These high-flying and remotely piloted aircraft could engage targets with impunity. Um, so, yeah, we're entering, the reason I brought up this article is we're entering the autonomous drone warfare scenario. So we're going to have ro- robots attacking people and what good is it if you kill a robot? There's just going to be more of them, and um, there's no risk to the attacking population. From the Los Angeles Times, number two House Republican says Liz Cheney should be ousted for opposing Trump. This is a populist movement that has tried to take over the Republican Party, people that believe in liberty, republicanism, uh, conservatism, it, uh, people are aligning on those populist policies, uh, particularly liberty um, and anti-socialism, and the the neocons are getting caught in the middle. And this is just an this is just more evidence that the uh, Republican Party is being taken over uh, by the Tea Party, liberty-minded folks, um, and middle and lower classes who are abandoning. Uh, the socialist democratic ruse that's somehow borrowing money from big banks. And by the time it gets down to you, it's going to help you because you know where that money goes first before it gets down to anybody. It goes to rich people who get to use the money while it still has value from AP major U S pipeline halts operations after ransomware attack by whom, I mean, this is just, 
everybody knows is that we're under attack by socialist forces and not forces in the conventional sense, forces in the 4G warfare sense. Is that a biological attack, psychological operations, and now this. Uh, Our fuel is being attacked uh, remotely, cyber, uh, cyber attack, but we're just sitting there, we're looking around like nothing's happening. Who do you, who do you think's responsible for this? Who? From the New York Times, bombing outside Afghan school kills at least 50 with girls as targets. The attack, which came at the end of the particularly violent week, underlined growing concerns about American troop withdrawal. No shit. I told you I predicted this was going to happen last week. Right? I predicted this last week. Powerful explosions outside of high school in Afghanistan's capital. Of course, it's an all-girls school. Of course, it's done by the Islamist uh, uh, militants. Um, but this is just organized to keep United States troops there. I told you Biden promised that they wouldn't, that they were going to withdraw troops and something would happen to keep the troops there. And here's your evidence. Grocery prices are steeply... <laughs> are. This is from uh, CBS Minnesota. Grocery prices are steeply, grocery prices up steeply from same time last year. No shit. And people are saying, oh, it's not inflation. Wait till you hear from Neil Cash Carry. Cash and Carry. Your grocery list could be eating away at your budget. Yeah, no shit. Uh, We're under attack. We are under economic attack. We are under biological attack we are under psychological attack wake up people wake up wake up all right from cnn business prices are rising everywhere you look everywhere you look there are headlines about higher prices it's called inflation from ap did agents raid home of wrong woman over January 6th riot? Maybe. So apparently the FBI is running around looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop. We're looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop, FBI agents told Marilyn Hooper after briefly handcuffing her. Oh, boy. This is just, the January 6th thing is is a riot. It's a laugh riot. And the only person killed was a Trump supporter, shot dead in the throat. From Axios, coronavirus coronavirus cases hit a seventh-month low. So everybody knows that the proper, likely, historical trajectory of a virus is after about a year it burns itself out because viruses mutate to less lethality. And so everybody knows what's coming out about this is a manufactured Thing, this whole thing is manufactured. Like I said, we're under attack. We're under attack. Wake up! Wake up! And not just by the Chinese, by socialist forces. So leftists around the world uh, looking for the Great Reset um, and the defeat of personal liberty, frankly. From AP, General, China's Africa outreach poses threat from Atlantic. Um Again, this is just another rewrite of the article we went over before. Top U.S. General for Africa is warning that a growing threat from China may, 
may not just from the waters of the Pacific, but from the Atlantic as well. So now it now it's become mainstream from the Washington Times, which had an unattributed article. Now it's U.S. General Stephen Townsend with an interview from the Associated Press said Beijing is looking to establish large naval ports. From the Wall Street Journal, remote kindergarten during COVID-19 could impact this generation of kids for their lifetime. Indeed, it's a, a psychological, it's trauma-based mind control. So all you have to do is do something really scary to kids and then follow it up with propaganda, and it's called trauma-based mind control. This is from Mediaite, whopping 80% who refuse COVID vaccines say nothing can change their minds. No shit. Uh, I made the mistake of having an injection, uh, synthetic cortisone, and it messed me up, boy. Probably for my life. It was probably GMO or something, and I, I never felt the same since. This is from France 24. Alarm is German anti-maskers co-opt Nazi resistor Sophie Schall. Now, Sophie Schall was a Nazi resistor. She was uh, in the French resistance and uh, she was executed. And so there's alarm, apparently, the German anti-maskers co-op Nazi resistor Sophie Scholl because it's true that anti-maskers are resisting authoritarianism, which Nazism was, uh, National Socialism. And so they're bringing up, uh, they're using this World War II anti-authoritarian this dissident, Sophie Scholl, as a nom de guerre. Sophie Scholl, the German resistance figure executed by the Nazis who was born 100 years ago on Sunday, has become an emblem of courage and national hero for many in the anti-mask, anti-authoritarian movement. From Yahoo News, I guess it's from the Daily Beast, horrific. D.C. Sniper boasts a post-shooting sex high with accomplice in new documentary. If anybody doesn't know who the D.C. Sniper was, he was a mass killer. He was an, this, uh, this has PSYOP written all over it. Um, so there's a new documentary out about this. People should see the documentary or read up on this historical. So the D.C. Sniper, John Allen Muhammad, and this is during the big Islam scare after 9-11, um, he went around and from the trunk of a car, he would kill a bunch of people. And I forget how many, I think it was over 10, and terrorized D.C. Um, this is a mind control thing written all over it. So anyway, he had... he takes with him his accomplices, this guy Lee Boyd Malvo, who was a child at the time, I think he was 17 or whatever, and he takes him, the, this assassin takes him under the, his wing and gets him to make most of the shots, um, who's a Jamaican immigrant kid. Very, very strange. And apparently now with a new documentary says they had a sexual relationship. So, um, but it has PSYOP, psychological operation, mind control, written all over it. The guy was ex-military, he's sheep dip. He goes around sniping in D.C. Uh, very, very strange. we got to look into the story. 
are going to turn to the New York Times. Want to party? <clears throat> Excuse me. You want a party? You might need a vaccine passport. At some parties and nightclubs, CDC vaccination cards are the new velvet rope. By Allison Kruger. To enter, they had to pass two checkpoints. First, the bouncer verified their IDs and took their temperature. Then, one of the ballroom's owners confirmed that each person had been fully vaccinated for COVID-19. The process took about five minutes. The crowd seemed happy, eager even to comply. No thanks. Pfizer and BioNTech, BioNTech apply for full U.S. approval for the COVID vaccines. Pfizer and the German company BioNTech have become the first companies to apply to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for full approval for their COVID-19 vaccines. That means non-experimental. For use in people 16 and older, the vaccine is currently being administered to adults in America under emergency use authorization granted in December. It's a test. For those of you who believe that it was approved by the FDA, it is not. From the New York Times, the virus is an airborne threat, the CDC acknowledges. This is untrue. Uh, the classifications of airborne pathogen um, has nothing to do with this. We've known for a long time that flu viruses and, and cold viruses are spread through microscopic uh, sputum or aerosolized saliva um, that you inhale either into your sinus cavity or your lung. Uh, it's not airborne. Airborne is like anthrax. Airborne is something that can live indefinitely in the air. And they don't bother to tell you in this whole article that the virus will die outside of its host within minutes. In, um, and that's just a fact. In, in the sunlight, even in less, it's seconds. That's why outside transmission is so, uh, it's not a vector. Scotland election results complicate hopes for independence referendum. The Scottish National Party fell short of an outright majority, though pro-independence parties appeared to retain control of Scotland's parliament. Um, no countries will be allowed to be independent. The global system is fighting against independence. Um, everybody and rogue states, everybody will participate in the global reset, the global new deal, the global new world order. Marooned at Mar-a-Lago, Trump still has iron grip on Republicans. Again, this is a fight over the Republican Party. The vilification of Liz Cheney in a bizarre vote recount in Arizona showed the damage from his assault on the bedrock of democracy, according to the New York Times election integrity. It's just the opposite. Um, if anybody really knows what happened, this isn't a conspiracy theory or lies or anything like this. The 2020 election, there were a lot of anomalies that have to be looked at. Um, the fact that Joe Biden got 80 million votes... It's just, it's really ridiculous. And if you look at, statistically, you look at the math uh, and the numbers, it, it doesn't make any sense. And there's no way that Joe Biden was the most voted for politician ever in the history of this country. That I don't, I don't, even with all the hate against Trump, um, 
and the political activism and everything. I just, I, I don't buy it. You look at the rallies, uh, they had rented Jeeps there with uh, political operatives beeping the horns and things. Very, very bizarre. And we end up uh, tearing into the New York Times at the Sunday Review, the op-ed section, where we're going back to... Um, Ross Dudat is capitalism killing conservatism, where he makes the case that capitalism is ruining uh, the Republican Party, which just isn't the case. Um, so again, he's joining in the war against capitalism, and capitalism, if you don't know, is a socialist term that branded individualism as strictly economic. So individualism, capitalism basically means is that if you're an individual and you have money, capital, you should have little restraint on how you invest or spend your capital. That's all it means. And capitalism is obviously an anathema to taxes. So that's where conservatism comes from. So people have to understand is that capitalism is just it just means that you have more rights on how you spend your money. If you don't have money, you don't understand that the government, the more money you get, the more government gets into how you spend it or how much you get to keep. It's just an individualism uh, pillar. It's a pillar of individualism because on the economic scale, it all depends on how you spend your money, how much money you get to keep and how much how you get to spend that money. So for people that have money, they don't want restrictions on how you get to spend your money. So he says capitalism is killing conservatism when capitalism or economic individualism, economic freedom, free market, he says is killing conservative. It has nothing to do with it. Conservatism just means how much money that you want to pay to the government or how much you want the government to intrude in the means of production. Very simple. I'm going to leave you with the talking heads. I'm going to start off with Neil Kashkari, who talks to John Dickerson and tries to make, oh, make a rosy picture for the future while they're giving away the cow and just, you know, $9 trillion in spending this year. Come on. Come on. And if high inflation comes because of a lot of government spending over the next few years, getting kids vaccinated, that's also going to be key to really restoring our economy. The child care issues uh, continue to be a paramount, and that's why getting schools fully reopened, getting kids vaccinated, that's also going to be key to really restoring our economy. Until we get in September, people are more prodded to work because they're no longer getting unemployment benefits. You know, for me, I'm, I'm thinking about myself. My wife and I are vaccinated. When are we going to go back into a crowded restaurant? <laughs> where we might be around other people who are unvaccinated. <laughs> that gives me some pause, even though I know how effective the vaccines are. Ha, 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 women continue to be disproportionately affected by the The child care issues, 
uh, continue to be a paramount. And that's why getting schools fully reopened, getting kids vaccinated, that's also going to be key to really restoring our economy. Getting kids vaccinated, that's also going to be key to really restoring our economy. The projections were that there was going to be a million jobs in this one month. So that's a, an enormous miss. We spent a year conditioning all of us to wear masks, to be safe, to be cautious. Now we have to start to change what we've been telling people and get people to change how they feel. For me, I'm looking at when do we recover those 10 million jobs? I think it's going to take a few years. What we should think about inflation and prices. Yeah, well, now we know just based on math that in the next few months, the inflation numbers are going to look high based on math. We know the inflation numbers are going to look high. Based on that, we know the inflation numbers are going to look high. Inflation numbers are going to look high. In the next few months. Or are they longer term inflation issues? And so for me, I'm very skeptical that we're going to have sustained high inflation if we still have five or 10 million Americans out of work. Right now, I'm not concerned about a repeat of the 1970s. I do think inflation is going to pop in the near term. Inflation is going to pop in the near term but that is likely going to be transitory. But if we're wrong, and if high inflation comes because of a lot of government spending over the next few years, and if high inflation comes because of a lot of government spending over the next few years. Yeah, all we have to do is vaccinate kids. Don't worry about government spending. Just vaccinate kids. Then we're going to have a nice economy. All right, we're going to leave you with uh, the 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty, who talks with Stacey Abrams, the Democratic operative, because she doesn't really do anything, except apparently write books, write romance novels. Um, But she's going to tell us that what she's doing, ballot harvesting, teaching people how to ballot harvest and throwing elections that somehow... uh, that hasn't been found out, that everything that we look at, when we look at the numbers, uh, that that doesn't exist. If you don't know the name Selena Montgomery, here's a hint. She'd been a lot of things in her life, some legal, some questionable. And this book, While Justice Sleeps, bears her real name, Stacey Abrams, 47-year-old Yale-educated tax lawyer, could dream up a complicated plot that involves gene therapy, a corrupt American president. And you ain't black. Well, I, I try to emulate my characters and I try to have my characters reflect who I am. In 1991, Abrams, as valedictorian of her high school class, was invited to meet the governor of Georgia. My parents and I arrived on the Marta bus because we didn't have a car. We go up the driveway of the governor's mansion, we get to the car gate, and the guard stops us and tells us we don't belong here. It's a private event. My dad says, no, this is my daughter, Stacy. We have an invitation, but the guard doesn't ask for an invitation that my mom has. And weren't you mortified? Oh, absolutely. In 2018, she hoped to go back to the governor's mansion by running for governor. I don't want anyone to elect me because I'm black. I don't want anyone to elect me because I'm a woman. But we need to elect because I'm better. Her opponent was Brian Kemp, at the time, the Georgia Secretary of State, who ran the election. He won the governor's race by less than two percentage points. You admitted that the new governor would be Brian Kemp, but you didn't concede. I acknowledge that former Secretary of State Brian Kemp 
will be certified as the victor in the 2018 gubernatorial election. But to watch an elected official who claims to represent the people in this state baldly pin his hopes for election on the suppression of the people's democratic right to vote. According to the Brennan Center for Justice, Kemp, during his time as Secretary of State, purged 1.5 million voters from election rolls. Kemp says he was eliminating ineligible voters to protect the integrity of the election. Abrams claims by doing that, Kemp stole the election. Ha, 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 You know that some people say, then what is the difference between Stacey Abrams not conceding an election in 2018 and President Trump not conceding the election two years later? Words matter. They cheat. They cheat. I have always ever fought to make certain that every vote got counted. Tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated. I can't go along with that. I spent a lot of time in anger. That was my favorite state. She started Fair Fight, a voter registration group. Some legal, some questionable. That is widely credited with helping President Joe Biden win the state of Georgia in the 2020 election. They're going to put you all back in chains put two new Democrats in the U.S. Senate. It was no coincidence, says Abrams, that one day later, they cheat, they cheat. Protesters stormed the U.S. Capitol, some carrying the Confederate flag. That flag has always been a declaration of domestic terrorism against communities they thought were not worthy of being able to call themselves citizens. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. It's nice to like somebody and to have someone like you. I wrote a lot of books about it. They cheat. They cheat. All right, that's it for us. We'll see you next week. Rudy's Revelation. Check us out. Twitter and Facebook.